Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Bottom Line, weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Austin Sports Talk Leader, a.m. 1300 The Zone. Let's go! Donovan Uday in the greatest city in America. Greatest college town in America. Austin, Texas, baby. Love our college students, and of course, they never leave. Why would they? No reason to. They can hang out with Harbaugh Harge. No, or, or see Breezy Chip Brown. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. It's uh, oh, yeah. off the rails Thursday, Salty Sweeney in the house. She brought cookie cake. Whoa. With balloons on it. Whoa. Harge asked her, is it your birthday? She's like, why's it got to be a birthday to have cookie cake? Why does one need to celebrate a birthday for cookie cake? I just like cookie cake. And you didn't, you haven't had any, have you? No, oh. I had some. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. She, yeah she, and I'll have go. more later. <laughs> that frosting is rich. It's my favorite part. Oh, I got a really? sweet tooth. I can't. I can't do it, Harge. Yeah, I, I don't you. ever. I don't ever really eat icing. I might much. get sick during the show. Is that all right? No, it's not all right. Because I'm sitting right across from you. Yeah, and if you're gonna project, grab that uh, can over there, bro. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot, man. No, I'm just looking out for me on Wait that to, one. Way to, <laughs> I'm just looking out for me on that one. Way to be a team player. Yeah, man. I mean, we get, hey, we all on the same team until people start being gross. I'll see. You know what I'm saying? Well, all right. I'll hold your hair for you. How about that? There we go. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. All right, so for those of you new to the show, welcome. We uh, we love having you. Tell your friends and enemies to listen. Come on. Come on. Uh, the podcast at am1300thezone.com. I mean, we're interviewing movers, shakers, and just you know trying to be the best part of your day every day. That's, That's right. Yesterday, great interviews with uh, Dana Holgerson from University of Houston and Chris Kleiman, the new head coach at K-State, replacing the legend, Bill Snyder. Yeah, he talked about Carson Wentz. We might need to replay Chris Kleiman here in the 6 o'clock hour because he, he talked about Carson Wentz, and I didn't even I didn't even inform Chris Kleiman that his former quarterback at, at North Dakota State was now cursed and doomed. As a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. That was well, nice I, to me, right? Yeah, I, I was very appreciative of the fact that you didn't didn't go there with him. You know, this this guy's trying to build a culture at K-State, and I didn't want you reverting back to the curse that you put on the Philadelphia Eagles. Well, good. I was proud of you. Thank you. It took a lot of restraint because I could see it in your eyes. You're like, I want to go at him. I want to say something about Carson. Well, meanwhile, of course, that leads us to Nick Foles. Oh, my goodness. 604 um, and 47 seconds. Nick Foles. So first this sighting. is the word I got back from Nick. That he really doesn't want to do interviews until he gets to know the locker room of the Jacks. That's respectable. And I'm like, why do you got to be so damn selfless? Why do you got to be so team oriented 
why do you got to be so teammate oriented? Can't you just come on with us and talk about the the circle of life? Right. From Westlake and all the times you were passed over until now when you get the 88 million in the house at TPC Sawgrass. Why can't why? And he's like, man, we'll do it again. And I'm like, yeah, I, apparently the only time we get to interview you is after a Super Bowl. Right. Doesn't he have a restaurant to promote? Something. The new little uh, dot. His foundation. Yep. Anything. You know, he's like, man, I just, I need to, I need to be about the locker room. I get it. Leader. Leader. That's, what's, that's called a leader. Leader. Yeah. He's so, looking out for his squad. I was kind of mad, but now I'm like, that guy's pretty much a baller. Chip, you need to be selfless. And let him be the way he needs to be. I know, but it's about our audience. I want to deliver for our audience. It's always about the audience. I want the audience to feel what I feel. The audience. About Nick Foles. Believe me, in case you hadn't known, you were four minutes into it, and you had already talked about Nick. Well, That was one of the discussions that we had yesterday. As I was talking to some gentlemen, and they were talking about how much they love our show. We crack them up. The barbershop crew? And they said, uh, by the way, how much does Chip love Nick Foles? Uh-huh. And I was like, I think it's kind of obvious, right? They were like, yeah. So you did well. I didn't think it was going to take that long Come on. for you to get to Nick Foles. You bought me the internet shirt. I did. I did. So is that some bootleg operation? No. That's not some licensed. I don't know. Did it look licensed? No. Well, it didn't have his eyeballs on it, but. Yeah. Had his name on like, it. So oh, yeah. you can't just put his name on stuff without him having it trademarked. So, yeah, it must be legal. Okay. I got it off the internet. It's real. Oh, I know it's real. <laughs> I just didn't know if it was pre-cease and desist or it might have it might have been to hell with it, cease and desist. collector's item. <laughs> right. Right. So now. I'm not complaining. <laughs> oh, I washed that shirt yesterday, as a matter of fact. Nice. And. I owe it all to you. Should wash that hat. <laughs> you know what I? I, hate I was going to tell you I off air, to but say since this, we're talking about clothes, I hate you to need say to wash this. That hat. Salty, you're right. I almost thought. I said to myself, "Oh, I got to throw this in the washer." I was like, "Oh, screw it! I'll wear it." I think it today. the listeners can see the sweat on that hat. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was a white hat, I, but it's pretty yellow. We made peace after yesterday's show. <laughs> You brought cookie cake. <laughs> you were dead to me yesterday. Well, I brought the cookie cake for you're me. You're alive just... to me, and now you're going back to being dead to me. <laughs> well, I mean, you brought it up. Hey, you, you did talk about washing. So she just felt like I was trying to help you out. I was talking about washing the Nick Foles shirt, not this sweaty, bleeping hat. You know, if you would have. And, and I, I agree think, with well, you. Well, to be fair, I mean, you're next to a trash can. Let's use it. Yeah. Wow. And, and here's the other you're part. You're going of to the PGA it. store this weekend to see hard, right? Just buy a new one. It's oh golf hat, God. right? It's part of the $30,000 giveaway. There you go. So listen, but here's the other part of this. He wouldn't even have to wear that hat anymore if he would have accepted the gift that we brought him oh from spring training. Yep. I'm still mad about this. Uh, you took it you, back. Yes. You took it back. Yes. Because you wanted that hat. No. I picked the hat you wanted. No. You I left. put it on my desk. No, 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 And no, you no, no. took it. You, that's called I left oh. it. Okay. Was it here over the weekend? I wouldn't let it stay that oh, no, long. No, no, okay. no. He took it. Gonna say that. Gift. Hey, Chip. 
Okay, I will let you have that if you say it. You know I'll that put whole... that on a desk. I'll put it on my desk. But here's the deal. It was a gift. A gift that you could wear out of here and take with you. Not I'm sorry. Not a not a bobblehead. Are you, are you projecting your own habits onto me? But no. What I said I, it feels was, like you are. No, what I'm saying is when I receive a gift, I take that gift with me out of here. Not leave it. That is sitting across from the person who gave it to you. What you do. Right. Can I not? No. Okay. Not with a gift. Not with a gift. Just give the hats to me, Harge. I'll wear them out. I know you will. You accepted gifts. You accept gifts and you wear them. My man, C. Breezy. I wore one of my hats yesterday. Boom. I got photo evidence. Boom. Where's that hat? Don't worry about it. I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna wear it in here tomorrow. <laughs> I've been wondering why you haven't been wearing it because I know you. Nope. Probably wear it everywhere else, but in front of me. Oh no, I would definitely wear it in front of you, especially because you're a titleless guy, right? Oh yeah. Boom. I what? love that hat. Oh, from a distance, you I love would, it. From I afar. would love to think that you gave that hat to me, but you really didn't. I did give it to you. Nope. I did give it to you. You took it right back because it was. I, I felt disrespected. Oh. I felt insulted See? from the gift that I get. You, yeah. you have your way of doing it. I have mine. I'm learning these ways of gifting here. I'm learning these ways. All right. Come on, man. Hey, I got you the banana slug shirt. You did. And I wore it out. And I've been wearing it out. And I was at a restaurant a couple weeks ago, and a guy had on the banana slug shirt. And I said, I got that same shirt in black, man. He was like, did you get it because of Pulp Fiction? I said, Nope. Nope. But then we realized it was on Pulp Fiction, and I was like, yep. All right, do you have the hat in your car? Huh? Do you have the Titleist hat in your car? Say what? Yeah. <laughs> you can. That hat can be yours again for only $32. Because I would like to put it on right now, because apparently this hat is so offensive to Salty that she can't concentrate. So let's go to the car right now. I we'll be right back. <laughs> it's about a line brought to you by Coors Light. Oh, yeah, baby. Um... Our interview with Chris Kleiman, the new head coach at K-State. We'll, we'll play that for you at uh, 6.30. So, I mean, next segment. You know what I mean? Yep, you yep. get to hear our conversation with the new head coach of the K-State Wildcats taking over for the Purple Wizard. That's not easy. When no. they, the stadium's named after the guy, Harch. And the fact that he's Bill been Bill Snyder there, Family Stadium. And he's been there for so long, 35 years. And now you're replacing the legend to come in and try to build this program back up. Remember last time, there was no Ron Prince. Couldn't do it. Remember, he had James Franklin. Right. A young James Franklin as his offensive coordinator. Right. Uh, Ron Prince did. James Franklin. Yeah. Who knew that that guy was the coach? That guy was the coach. You mean the guy that Texas was supposed to talk to as well? Oh, they talked to him. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Steve Patterson just chose not to hire him. Oh, man. Uh, let's Another go to thing. the phones. What? Davis? Davis? Davis, what's going on? Yes. You guys, you need a semantics lesson. Uh-oh. A hat has a brim all the way around. You guys are talking about caps. Firemen wear hats. Cowboys wear hats. Golfers, for the most part, wear caps. Ooh, caps. I like that. Got it. Davis, do you have a store? Oh, okay. <laughs> that may be Davis. So you can't do that. Davis had a store or something, you know? We got a ball caps. Ball. I'm talking about a ball We're cap. We're talking about ball caps. Um, cap right. is a subcategory of hat, though. See? That's oh, yeah. what, go ahead. It's Salty. like how like, a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. 
See, you Ooh. lost me there. You oh, lost yeah. me. I don't do I don't do geometry anymore. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm I think we're I think we're good point. with with hat and or cap. <laughs> yeah, I'm rolling with it. I'm rolling. You know, well, my, Chip got a new one now. Oh yeah. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get some pictures in the break. Salty. Yeah. Yeah. Before and I, after. <laughs> Harge is a good man. He of did, both hats or your new hat? <laughs> Can I just give some love to my man Harge? I thought this cap was gone forever. It was it was close. It and was he, close. Harge went out to the uh Harge Mobile. Harge Mobile. Oh. It's a Bentley. <laughs> it looks something like a Bentley. <laughs> the Hargely. <laughs> and he brought the cap back and now I'm wearing it. So we'll have pictures. Yeah, and Chris Kleiman coming yeah. up in the next segment. All right, so Harge, I got uh I got sad news. Oh. The Longhorns are out of the singles at the NCAA Tennis Championships. But, hey, Yuya Ito, my man, who clinched for Texas, that incredible run to the national title. He lost yesterday to the fifth seed from USC in three sets. But, man, when you clinch the national title for your team, you walk out of You're still walking out of there like a gangster. You know what I mean? Right. So... That was uh, a good run, right. a good run for them. All right, and, um, you know, we talked Texas at 6.15 and 7.15. What you tell me Sporting News is saying? Sporting News has the Texas Longhorns playing the Clemson Tigers in a national semifinal game at the Fiesta Bowl. Preseason prediction. And I'm like, okay. Why is this? Where is this coming from? I have no clue, Chip. I have no clue. But anytime a preseason poll has you in that situation, yes! Because <laughs> you got to win the offseason. <laughs> so, so it has Alabama, Clemson, Texas, and the Ohio State playing in the Final Four with Clemson and Alabama once again playing each other for the national championship. Look, if Texas... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This beats La Tech and LSU. Then you'll start believing it. Oh, they could get on a roll that, you know, but they got to play... And people are going to laugh, but don't laugh. They got to play TCU, Baylor, and Iowa State all on the road. Right. Right. And that's a minefield. That's they, a minefield. Are they investing? Obviously, they're investing a lot of Tom Herman in there, but are they looking more at what Sam Ellinger, Always. who is 
and Athlons has him as the number one quarterback in the Big 12. So is that what they're going with? Always. And, and you, like we've talked about, quarterbacks are the most important piece to your team. They're always – look. that's the first thing you look at when you look at preseason anything. Right. When I do my preseason, I go through all the schedules, and I'm about to do it. I start at the quarterback. Yep. And who's got a quarterback who's made plays? Who's got a quarterback who's shown they can win games they're not supposed to win? Right. I mean, because we have we saw it from Kyle Purdy. We saw it from Alan Bowman at Tech. We saw it from Charlie Brewer at Baylor. Certainly we saw Ellinger do it against OU and Georgia. And that's where you start. Right. And while we're on that subject, and hopefully we'll be talking to Gary Patterson next week, but um, – Sean Robinson, Ugh. in his transfer waiver, cited mistreatment by TCU. Right. And this has been a story before, well, mistreatment. Well, here's the thing. The NCAA, in order to grant these eligibility waivers, they've invited this. Right. They've said, were there circumstances that made it to where you could not succeed at the school you were at? And so we saw this <clears throat> with the kid who was leaving A&M to go to Arizona. Right. And he started talking about how they were paying players and doing all kinds of craziness. And then that kid got kicked off the team. Right. At Arizona. And so no one paid attention. But the NCAA has basically said if you have someone who's sick in your family and you need to get home, get closer to home, or if you had circumstances at your previous school that made it where you were not being given a fair chance to compete. Right. Well, here's the thing. And so everybody's dumping all this laundry into these waivers, hoping the NCAA will be like, oh, okay. Well, here's here's the thing that bothers me about that, what you said at the very beginning, about kids being able to invite this situation. If there is someone ill in your family and you need to be closer to home. Well, they've denied those kids that opportunity. There's been four reports of kids that whose parents are dealing with neurological problems, some cancers, things of that nature, that they're denying them that. But then you get a Tate Martell who's been to three different schools, and they grant him immediate eligibility. I mean, where where's the line? And I go back to it again. So where's our Brew McCoy filing and things of that nature what i'm just saying in general because of that this thing's taking on a life of its own right because now like you said it's the free agency portal and it's a matter of which way am i going to flip my coin to find out if i want to let these guys go yeah we'll we'll get into it uh we'll also hear from chris Kleiman, the new head coach at k-state we'll do that next right here on the bottom line on off the rails thursday brought to you by Coors light oh yeah baby way back wednesday lionel richie um I don't know if Chris Kleiman know, knows about Lionel Richie. Yeah, I'm sure he would know about Lionel Richie. Uh, but let's get to him. Uh, on the hotline, the new head coach of the Kansas State Wildcats, Chris Kleiman. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing great, Chip. How are you doing? Hey, doing well. We appreciate you uh, taking some time out of your busy schedule there, getting everything going uh, in Manhattan. I got to tell you, Chris, that place and K-State has been a Bermuda Triangle for Texas, so I mean, they they chant, "We own Texas." They they have that chant there in Manhattan. So 
I know Texas fans are listening very intently to find out what's going on with Chris Kleiman. How has the transition gone? Um, and talk about what this what this coaching job means to you. Obviously, you've had a lot of opportunities. Uh, it means the world to me. I, uh, great situation here at K-State. I left a phenomenal situation at North Dakota State to uh, come for a, a dream job of being a Power 5 head football coach. And uh, I'm really familiar with our athletic administration. Gene Taylor hired me at North Dakota State and um, obviously then uh, is the athletic director here. And a uh, great culture around here. Uh, I, I'm excited because the infrastructure is in place. Um, we've got to you know, put some new things offensively and defensively in, but uh, the guys are hungry. Guys are excited about the challenge. I know how tough it is to not only replace Coach Schneider but to uh, have success in this great league, but I'm looking forward to it. Coach Mike Harge here, and, and congratulations on a fantastic career over at North Dakota State. You won four championships. And, I mean, excuse yeah, four championships in five years, and now you're at K-State. What has the transition been like for you as you come in, leaving a program that you had already established in North Dakota State, and now you're at K-State trying to install your culture? What's that been like? Well, it's been good in the fact that we've got a bunch of uh, seniors here uh, that uh, I was able to meet with on numerous occasions and just talk about uh, how we want to adjust the culture. We're not talking wholesale changes because, they're, like I said, the infrastructure is pretty good here, but just uh, just how we want to do things, You know, the different ways we're going to practice and uh, um, trying to give the kids some ownership and, and get them invested. They'll take ownership in the program, and, and I feel that we've got a great bunch of seniors uh, that are going to do that. And I was excited about uh, the staff that I hired, a bunch of guys with uh, Big 12 and, and Texas ties and experience as well as some of my own guys that uh, got it done at North Dakota State. And uh, I like the mix of, of, of veteran coaches we have with young guys. And uh, I know it's going to be a big challenge, but we're looking forward to it. Well, and, you know, one thing Bill Snyder was known for is kind of keeping things tight in-house. And you and, um, and Gene Taylor kind of opened things up and, you know, to give fans access to the program you know, on Twitter and social media, talk about that and, you know, trying to bring fans in. I thought it was really important for us. And, and I didn't know all the things that went on through coaches' time here. I'm learning about them simply because I don't think there was a whole lot of access. And there wasn't, that's not something I'm doing uh, to, to effectively change what coach did. It's just uh, I, I think it was important for us to get our brand out there, to get our coaches out there, to get our players out there. Uh, you know, 95% of this business is recruiting and having your brand out there and building ties and relationships and letting people see what you're doing. And so I thought that was really important. And uh, our, our communications and media relations have done a great job uh, of being wherever we're at, uh, filming it, videoing it, getting it out there so that our fans, we've got great fans here. You guys know it how great these fans and how passionate these fans are, to give them kind of a, a more inside look at what's going on in the program I thought was really important, and I thought it would keep our, keep our fans engaged and get them real excited about uh, uh, the change that's happening here. After going through the spring, where do you feel like your team is strong and where do you feel like you, you've still got uh, a lot of work to do? Well, after 15 practices, we've got a, a lot of work in a ton of areas. Uh, more of it was just building 
our foundation of how we want to practice installing offense, defense that were new. Uh, I'm excited. We've got a number of of really talented, older offense and defensive linemen. Um, we got to continue to establish some depth there. Uh, excited about the quarterback position with Skyler Thompson. Uh, continuing to build depth in the secondary linebackers, receiver, running backs uh, is going to be important for us. And we're going to be like nobody else. We're going to have to count on, or like everybody else, we're going to have to count on a, a lot of freshmen. Uh, whether they utilize the four-game rule or they play in all 12, um, we're going to play some young guys, and I think that's uh, the evolution of what football is becoming is you're, you're playing a lot more young guys uh, because a lot of the kids are ready to play. We're talking to Chris Kleiman, head football coach of the Kansas State Wildcats. And, Coach, we talk about this on the show all the time. Having a quarterback means the difference in having a good season and a bad season, established quarterback. You had Carson Wentz when you were at – North Dakota State, and now you coming in and you're talking about Skylar Thompson. What has he shown you as far as a leader, the leadership role that he's taken over? Well, he's taken over a lot of the workouts, and uh, uh, everybody kind of gravitates to him. And, and uh, I, I really put a lot of uh, a lot of ownership on him to to take the team over. And, and I've noticed it in weight workouts. I've noticed it in the weight room. I've noticed it in the, uh, uh, some of our captains' practices, or just in general. Uh, breaking a team down. I think he's he's ready for that moment. He's excited about that moment. And, and not only that, but when we're pushing him to say, hey, Skyler, this is your football team. You've got to be uh, leading this group. Uh, I know he's excited about it. And he had a great spring, you know, learning our system, uh, having great confidence in it by about practice six or seven. He had a, a really good back half of the of the spring. And I, I think a lot of leadership is having confidence in, in what your ability is and confidence in uh, running the system that we're running, and I felt really good with Skyler, and I'm looking for a big year out of him. Talking to K-State coach Chris Kleiman, you play um, Nichols and Bowling Green, and then you're at Mississippi State uh, in September. You're going to play the Texas Longhorns in Austin in November and uh, Oklahoma in October 26th. Your, your thoughts on the Big 12 as a league? It, it's tremendous, and uh, you know, you, you name that group out of teams we're playing and out of conference and stuff. I'm a big believer in focusing on the task at hand and being where your feet are and, and attacking each day and getting ourselves ready to, uh, to take on Nickel State and, and getting our football team better and better every week. I'm not a big guy on, boy, this is the key game or that's the key game. If you get, if you get ahead of yourself, uh, that's when bad things happen. And so for us, we just need to focus on ourselves this summer do a great job in the conditioning phase, great job in the captain's practice, getting us into August and leading us into that first game of the season. Uh, all being said, I, I know how talented the Big 12 is. I know how good uh, and explosive the offenses are. And I, and I know we have to be able to play some, some defense. We've got to be able to, uh, to flip the field on some people, got to be able to create some turnovers and, and cannot give up explosive plays. And uh, I've been on the defensive side most of my career, and, and um, I, I know that uh, that's an area that we have to play well at to be successful in this league. As a defensive-minded coach, and you just said that, as you look at the offenses in the Big 12, what, what excites you? about having the challenge of stopping those offenses? 
Well, because they're not one-dimensional. Um, you know, that's the thing. If, if they're nothing but throwing the football or nothing but pounding the football at you, um, you know, you, you could design something. But these, these guys, everybody that I've watched, you know, they, they've got a dynamic running game. They've got a, a go-to wide receiver. They spread the ball around. Um, I guess I was a little surprised that, you know, take a couple of teams out of there, and, and Texas was one of them that a lot of teams don't run their quarterback as much as you'd like to say, boy, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a running quarterback league and stuff. Well, I know Texas has got a tremendous guy that can run the football, uh, but as you look across the landscape of it, people aren't doing that as much. And, and we all know why is because most people have one, and if you've got a good number two, he's probably left your program. <laughs> and so you, you've got to make sure and keep your, your stud upright, uh, and, and that's difficult when you're going to give it to him 15, 20 times a game. Do do you think the transfer portal has increased? You know the amount. It seems like all the quarterbacks are the ones moving. Obviously, we pay more attention to the quarterbacks than we do any other position. But your thoughts on the transfer portal, which is sort of getting nicknamed the free agency of college football? Yeah, I, I'm hoping it slows down. I really am as as a as a coach, just seeing kids leave their pro leave their programs and leave their buddies, and I'm all for having the ability to, to shine and, and play somewhere. Um, but uh, sometimes Carson Wentz is a great example. Sat his first three years uh, behind a kid that was the all-time winningest coach in it, or winningest quarterback in FCS until this kid that we just had graduate won 49 games. But Carson sat for three years and said, uh, you know what, I could have transferred, but this is where I wanted to be, and I was going to work my way into a position and work my way into the starting lineup, and it, and it worked out for him. He ended up being the second pick in the draft, and, uh, and I wish more guys stuck on and hung on and stuck with it uh, for their teammates, for their brothers, but I also understand that... Uh, um... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. If you're not playing and you have an opportunity to go somewhere, that uh, guys are going to do it. It's not going to change, but I'm hoping with as many people that are left in the portal uh, that people are going to look at it another way and say, boy, I, maybe I shouldn't leave because there's not that many opportunities out there right now. Chris, great conversation. Uh, welcome to the Big 12, and we're excited to, to continue the conversation when we see you at Big 12 Football Media Days. Look forward to it. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. It's bottom line. Brought to you by Up the rails on a Thursday. My man Harch talking about himself in the third person. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you know, it's the official beer of Harbaugh Harch. Oh, yeah, baby. All right, you ready for some Do You Care, Harch? Yes. All right, I'm going to go first. You ready? Come on. All right, so uh, Chris, uh, Chris Broussard. Yeah. Kevin Durant. Um, Durant's got his antennas up. He's bored. He's not playing, so he's listening. Right. And... 
he's, you know, questioning some things that Chris Broussard is saying. Are you tired of Kevin Durant paying attention to what's being said about him, or do you care? I mean, obviously I do care because of the fact that Kevin Durant is above all of this, I would think. I mean, as a... Let's put it like this. Chris Broussard is an insider. He's been around for a very long time. He he believes in his sources, as like you. You believe in your sources. You do your homework. You check everything out. But apparently they've had conversations. But as an athlete like Kevin Durant, who once had a burner phone, by the way, as an athlete like Kevin Durant, he's going to change his numbers all the time. Well, Chris Broussard is saying, I've had several conversations with KD, and here's a quote that he said on his uh, Twitter. He said, in the past year, I've had 60-plus IG and Twitter DMs from KD, mostly from three conversations initiated by him by spanning over five hours each, right? He said, I won't expose them out of respect for KD and the others I text with. I will continue to love, respect, and pray for KD and objectively analyze his game. And that's what we have to do, right? That's why we sit in these seats. We have to give an opinion on things that we see. KD's not liking that. KD, the main thing KD doesn't like is when people are telling him where he's going. And so, for me, he needs to go zero dark 30 and not deal with any of this stuff and continue to watch get work on his rehab but if you continue to sit there with nothing to do chip you're gonna kind of lose your mind every once in a while so if i were kd i would just disconnect from the internet disconnect from twitter just like lebron james used to do he said it's playoff time i'll see y'all in the off season do that but i did hear this yesterday sometimes it's good if you're a person like those two to interact with the people that are criticizing you because it's, it shows that you are human and you're not above everybody else to where you can, you always say don't swing down, but sometimes you got to, to let people know that you're right there and I'm I'm still the same OG, you feel me? Come on, man. So Chip, yesterday, Jawan Howard, is part of the Fab Five and we are efforting Ray Jackson to come on and talk about his buddy. So come on, Ray. I, I called him yesterday to see if he can come on. But Jawan Howard was officially named the new Michigan basketball coach. You had talked about it. Shaka Smart's name was in it. And you're like, no way. Do you care? Yeah, I mean, this is a gutsy move by Michigan. It's a feel-good move. But is it the right move? Is this Cliff Kingsbury at Tech kind of needing to, to – to, Grab someone that holds the fan base together. Juwan Howard's never been a head coach, and now he's going to take over at a program that's been a regular threat to win the national title the last, you know, five years under John Beeline. He can take over somebody else's recruiting class like somebody else I know. No, I think he'll he should be able to recruit like crazy. Yeah, and and he knows everybody. And the fact that LeBron's tweeting out, "This is great," D Wade's like, "This is great." That's going to resonate with recruits. Yep. Now, bottom line is Luke Yaklik. This is the the former assistant to John Beeline, who's already interviewed at Texas. He came down with his wife, Amy, last week to meet, you know, Shaka, see the campus, meet Chris Del Conte. Michigan, I, I'm hearing, is going to try to keep him. Absolutely. 
But Luke, you know, Luke Yaklik also interviewed for that job. He may not want to sit around there as the guy who didn't get the job. He may now, if he comes to Texas, he's also taking a little bit of a leap of faith because Shaka's job security is up in the air. He's in a make or break year right. coming up. So if I'm Michigan, I do everything I can to keep him. Right. You want to have some continuity. Right. And he knows everything about it. He's been part of their recruiting cycle. He, those, those recruits know him. That's his. That's Juwan Howard's first big recruiting job. Right. Is to go make Luke Yachlick feel like the most important guy in the program. Yep. Like Mac Brown did Ricky Williams. Come on, man. Yep. Harch! The NFL draft is going to Cleveland. I oh. mean, 2021, the NFL draft will be held in Cleveland. This is, I mean, <laughs> are we in an alternate universe where the Cleveland Browns are suddenly the hottest, most in vogue, most talked about center of the NFL universe? Right. Do you care? Yeah, I care. I think this is going to be a mad house. Those Cleveland Brown fans, we, the Miz might even be there. Our former, oh, you know he will. Our be. colleague Jonas Clark will definitely be there. He's gonna probably try to take go to the draft to take his show down there. So next year, 2020, they're going to be in Las Vegas. Craziness. 2021 Cleveland, 2022 there's a there's a location to be determined, and 2023 in Kansas City with some ravenous Chiefs fans. Chiefs Kingdom is going to throw the party. The only two things about this, Chip, they're going to some cold cities, bro. It's going to be cold. So I don't know how how crazy those people are going to feel about being out there. But I think this is great. And you're right. This is an alternate universe where Cleveland has become one of the most relevant and most talked about organizations in football right now. So this has been pretty doggone cool. Chip. Texas A&M, D.C. Mike Elko has signed a three-year three-year deal deal where he will make two point one million dollars annually. This is more than Todd Orlando. Do you care? Hey man, John Sharp's throwing money around like crazy mm. there in College Station, but he can't find himself an athletic director. You know what I'm saying? But he, hey, maybe he's gonna be it. Yeah, maybe. Well, he, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Just ask him. Whoever it is, he'll be the real athletic director. Because uh, remember, Kyle Fields the house that Johnny built. Right. Not Johnny Manziel. Johnny Sharp. Johnny Sharp. Yeah. Um, look, I like Mike Elko. $2.1 million for three years. It's this a lot is, of bread. And I would not be shocked if John Sharp looked at what Todd Orlando was making and said, yeah, we got to go higher than that. Right. Because everything for Sharp is a measuring contest with right. the University of Texas. So, hey, Mike Elko, go earn that money. Right. Go earn that money. Jimbo's going to have the offense humming. Jimbo's a super talented offensive mind, really talented play caller. I think we saw that last year. Yep. I mean, he transformed that offense in one year, turned yep. it into a pro style with a big tight end. And Kellen looked like a superstar. And Kellen looks like a player. And now Mike Elko, he just lost Daylon Mack, Otero Locke, a bunch of dudes. He's got to earn that money. They've been recruiting. They got DeMarvin Leal. They got guys. So coach them up. Coach them 
up. Come on, man. Off the rails on a Thursday. Jordan Spieth is going to tee off here in about eight minutes yeah, at the buddy. Colonial. He's uh, suddenly the top pick to win this thing. We'll come back. We'll mention that. And much, much more on an Off the Rails Thursday right here on the bottom line. Brought to you by Coors Light. Life happens for those that show up, and we're glad you showed up with us. Off the Rails on a Thursday. The bottom line brought to you by Coors Light. My man C. Breezy, Chip Brown. Come on. Shannon B. Sweeney behind the glass holding it down. And it's your boy Harbaugh Harge. And uh, this Saturday, I will be at the PGA Superstore at the shops at the Arbor Walk. Oh, yeah, we're, Co- doing, we're no, doing that together, right? No, no, yeah, we are. Because you're going to stop by and possibly get your, your hands on $30,000 worth of free product that is going to be there. So is that a hard fact or a hard fact? This is a hard, hard fact. Salty? $30,000 worth of merch? Merch. Yeah. Is that true? See that? Wow. Yeah, so you better get there. It's come, fir- come first. Come on. Come first or be last. Yep, or you ain't getting it, brother. Get it first. So. Served. But uh, Chip, they got all kinds of stuff. They got indoor driving ranges. They got putting greens. 1,600 square foot putting green. 1,600. So you could go practice. I mean, the PGA's putting its name on this place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whenever you do that, you know you got to come correct. So I'm pretty excited about it. I mean, you, you, me and you both, you more than me as a golfer because you're a member of Green Hills. <laughs> you get to uh, experience Which some of those things. very near the PGA Superstore. Oh, yeah, very near. So I'm very excited that, uh, that you and I are going to be doing this appearance together. Yes, yes. But I guess only you are getting paid. You're my guest. Paid you're my guest. To represent. Don't I'm not gonna let you, I'm not gonna make you stand in line, Chip. I'm not gonna make you okay, stand good. In line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make I know sure you I got, know somebody. Yeah, I'll make sure we know somebody. Okay, yeah. But uh, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. Thank that you. You will be representing us at this at this event <laughs> that I thought I was also gonna be a part of. But I'm happy for you. Yeah, that's very good for you. And here's the best part about it: you, when you come by to see me and represent with me, you're gonna have see your how much new fun title you're having. Your new Titleist hat. Oh, that's true. That is clean as a whistle. Ready to go. And it is clean. It is clean. My man. Come on. My man. Thank you, Harge. But so, Chip. Harge is giving me this great hat. Salty's tweeted it out. Yeah. Make sure you go to our pages. Oh, that's cute, Salty. You said from sweat to sweet. <laughs> so Salty noticed that my hat needed a little love from the washing machine and, uh, and now we've got a side-by-side going. Yeah, that's good. Chip, one of the things that came out yesterday, and this is for the uh, sporting news, they predicted that Texas would play Clemson in a semifinal game, which means they would be in the college football playoffs. Now, it's early, obviously. You don't know what's going to happen throughout the offseason. You don't know how each team is going to stack up but as you said earlier in the show, they base this off of the quarterbacks nine times out of ten, right? Oh, yeah, you start there. You start with the quarterback and work your way you around everything else. You rarely see anyone, you know, any team getting picked where the quarterback is an unknown. Right. Now, unless it's Lincoln Riley's quarterback. <laughs> but all of his quarterbacks are known, though. 
we knew Baker Mayfield because of all of his stories, his transferring, the whole how he got to Tech. We knew his name there. And we're and he's like Travis. So we kind of had an idea of that. Kyler Murray, probably the greatest, well, I would say he is probably the best high school quarterback in the state of Texas history. It's kind of hard for me to say, but he is. Man, you're throwing stuff around today. I mean. You're off the rails. Go look at them numbers. They don't deny the fact that he's got the best numbers in Texas high school sports as a quarterback. Fina, we knew his story. Then he got drafted in the first round. Now he's the number one overall pick. Jalen Hurts, 26-2. and two. I mean, we know him. He was in the national championship game. Man, this guy's a career 63% passer. Right. I mean, he's not some scrub. Right. He's not some guy that we talked about the other day that, in case you didn't know, he was transferring to this other school. And I'm like, who is that guy? Okay, but he had a great name. I'm like, okay. He's leaving A&M. Okay. Who is that guy? He's a walk-on. So you now, sit. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. You look. Here's the magic number. Baker was a 71% passer under Lincoln. Kyler Murray, 71% passer. Right. Under Lincoln. Is Jalen Hurts jumped to a 71% passer under Lincoln Riley? I want to say no. I want to say no. But you're not going to. But I can't put that out there because of the fact of. You're not going to rule it out. Lincoln's offense is different than what he ran at Alabama. A lot of times it's a lot of quick timing passes, short, efficient, and then he'll throw it deep on you every once in a while. So the biggest question, and this is a question that we've had at the University of Texas, how accurate is Sam on the deep ball? Kyler, accurate, deep ball. Baker Mayfield, accurate. We don't know what Jalen Hurts is going to be and how accurate he's going to be on the deep ball. And that's going to be a huge step for Sam as well. Sam Ellinger needs to be better with the ball placement on the deep ball so his guys can go make plays. If you look at some of the passes that he threw to LJ, they were 50-50 balls basically. 50-50, they catch it. 50-50, it was going out of bounds on the deep ball. Hello. So where is his adjustment level going to be with that? Because with the speed that Texas has and the ability on that offensive side of the ball, I'm excited to see what the offense can be at this third year with Sam Ellinger as the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, this is this league has been amazing at producing quarterbacks. And this year, some interesting young characters yep. 
when you look at guys like Kyle Purdy, Alan Bowman, and then who I like, Skylar Thompson at K State now, a- athletic, got some, got some miles on his tires now, and then Charlie Brewer. I mean, suddenly Baylor is going to get somebody, right? They're going to get somebody, and and, and when I say somebody, I mean it, one it, of the big dogs, Texas or OU, right? 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 I mean, or Iowa State or something, but Baylor is going to be a tough out. They were for Texas last year. Right. Came down to the very last play. They were in the red zone. Three plays. Right. With a chance to take the lead. Ugh. And Texas held on for a 23-17 win. So, And that and was in Austin. And there's nothing more than, oh, than what Charlie, Charlie Brewer. Oh, God. His dad played at Texas. Right. Didn't he get no love. Didn't get a sniff. Right. Yeah. Right. And Charlie's a killer, man. Right. You can see it. Assassin. You can see it. He plays hard, and he plays for Matt Rule, who demands you play hard. And they're returning a lot of guys. One of your favorite guys is coming back, Denzel Mims. Oh, yeah, that dude. Jermichael Hasty's back right. again. He's like he's been in college like Jordan Shipley. Jermichael's been around forever. Eight, Eight-year senior. Yeah. Hunter Renfro. Come on. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's going to be fun. I I was but ta- tell me what the sporting news is saying. I mean, basically they're saying that Texas has got enough to be able to get to that game. They didn't break down the to, schedule. To get into the playoffs. To get into the playoffs. And play for the national championship against Clemson. Clemson. No, to play Clemson in the semifinal. Okay. The national championship is Alabama and okay. Clemson again. Okay. But let's just say, for, for, for sake of conversation right now, do you think that's far-fetched right now? It's it's possible. I just – Those first two games? The first two games, and and the defense has to be absolutely, you know, loaded up and ready and roles defined. And, and I'm not saying they can't get there. Right. I'm not saying that at all because, look, Joseph Asai, I don't consider him a, a young guy anymore. Jeff McCulloch has been around. He knows every linebacker position. And if they want to come out and dime, which I would, because I want B.J. Foster on the field at all times, right? then you've got guys who've made plays in big games. When I'm talking about Malcolm Roach, yep, uh, I think Keandre Coburn is going to be a breakout guy this year, but Gerald Wilbon's a senior at nose tackle. And, man, no one's even talking about Marquez Bimage. Right. Who... Keep them quiet, baby. Most explosive player on the team last year. Keep it quiet. All right, let's let's uh, let's keep this conversation going, my yeah. man. We talked Texas six fifteen and seven fifteen. You know what I mean? So let's uh, let's do that, Harge. Uh, in the meantime, you know, as uh, you're listening to the bottom line, brought to you by Coors Light. Off the rails on a Thursday. Phones are open. You want to get in on this conversation? Sporting news saying Texas can, uh, well, will be in the playoff. Right. Will be in the playoff. Uh, 390 live, 390-5483. Why would they? Why wouldn't they? Why will they? Why won't they? Right. You tell us at 390 live, 390-5483. One of the main reasons why they say this is because the victories over Oklahoma in the regular season and, and in Georgia in the Sugar Bowl are a sign that Tom Herman is getting the Horns big game ready. So in this process, the next step is for Texas to take the Big 12 title back 
And if they can get the title back, that gives them an opportunity to be in the playoffs because it seems like the last few years, Oklahoma has won the title, rightfully so, because of their record and everything else that's gone into it. Two back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners. Now they have an opportunity to take this back. Well, Tom Herman is known for winning the big game, and he's also known for losing the small game. Right. So even dating back to his time at Houston. Blow out Florida State. When they go lose to Navy. When they go to thirteen yeah, when <laughs> right. they go thirteen and one, the one is a loss to Yukon. Right. A bad Yukon team. And and then when you know, in season two, when everybody's loving on the Cougs, it was a loss uh, to Navy and SMU. Right. Oh, look at you. You just had to throw that in there, pony up? Oh, I mean, you know, facts are facts. Facts are facts. That's a hard fact. That, there it is. Not a hard one? Right. Gotcha. Hard. So, that, uh, and then he comes to Texas, and it's Maryland. So, this is where the, you know, playing to your own standard, is it's got to be evident from day one. Right. If, if this is going to happen... It's got to be evident from day one because the mantra is 1-0 and in each of the last two years. Texas has started off 0-1. So take care of the small game. Right. Because there's no bigger game than week two against LSU. Right. And, you know, Joe Burrow's a guy who's been around. He played well in the Fiesta Bowl win over Central Florida. They got one of my favorite wide receivers in – Terrace Marshall, this kid is so silky smooth, it's ridiculous. And LSU has arguably the number one running back in the country as a freshman, getting ready to to come in, take over where Nick Brissett left off. So LSU on offense, their offensive line is back. They should be fine. And then on defense, don't think for one second – because Devin White isn't there, that they're going to have some kind of adjustment. They got they got linebackers for days. And they're all 6'3", six, 6'4", six, 240, and run. Right. Patrick Queen, that's the name I'm saying keep an eye on because no one's really talking about him, but I love that kid. And they're going to find a way to get him on the field. Right. So well, you talking about those linebackers and the size and the the, the way that they can run. That, that's why I said this challenge of game two. After you go one and zero, culture, you go one and zero, and you get to game two, will dick not dictate, but tell us a lot about where this Texas football team is as a squad. Because you said it. I mean, we know that Tom Herman can get his guys up for this type of game. They're not gonna be. They're not gonna surprise anyone early in the season. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's gonna be prepared. Everybody knows Te- Texas beat the snot out of Georgia. I don't care how you dress it up. Texas dominated that game from start to finish, from Bevo goring people before the game until Sam Ellinger goring people into the end zone. Yeah, they dominated that game. Has anyone checked on Uga? That <laughs> that dog in therapy? We can't even go to nothing that say Mercedes Benz. 
Chevy Bowl. My cousin got a $30 pit bull. I guarantee he would have bit that cow. The Longhorns ain't been good since Vince Young left them folks. Could have saved you some money. Got you a $30 pit bull. I guarantee he would have bit that cow. But in all seriousness, you look at it, in LSU, we heard it. Pete, our man, Fireman Pete in Louisiana, said it. That Ed Orgeron knows how important that game is for him, for recruiting. As we've talked about, this means something more to him because Tom Herman was supposed to be the coach at LSU. Oh, there's this This is deep. Right. It's deep for Ed Orgeron. Right. Remember, Ed Orgeron has been blocking Herman from being able to do a summer camp in the Baton Rouge area for the last three years. Right. Because he's taking all his bat, his Louisiana kids. Whoa. But that's what happens when you come to Texas. You come to Texas and you're taking all these kids. Let's get them back. Well, in LSU, it's not like LSU isn't getting the cream of the crop in Louisiana. They just don't want Texas coming in and taking the kids that LSU can't. Right. And that's what's been happening. So, it's on. I mean, this Yeah, it is on this is for deep. real. This is deep. And don't think for one second Ed Orgeron, you know, doesn't think about this. Right. Because he looked at Tom Herman and is like, I got to show my fan base that they got the right guy. And Ed Orgeron and that Tom Herman wasn't the guy. Right. So, it, it's that's going to be so good. Right. I can't even, I can't wait. I mean... It's gonna be so good. <laughs> so I can't good. either. I can't either. And we're getting closer. We're. I was at the barbershop yesterday, and and all we kept talking about was, man, we're getting closer to football. I said, yeah, the NFL's back at OTAs. The kids are getting out for the summer to start getting their workouts in, and it's right around the corner, Chip. Come on, man. It's right around the corner. Ninety-nine days. Ninety-nine days. Sixteen hours. Whew. Thirty-four minutes. Count down. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, it could happen. If if Texas gets off to that quick start, they beat LSU, the confidence factor is is through the roof. I mean, on paper, you probably look at it and say, maybe it's 2020. Right. But if things come together on defense, and they could, it could be, it could be 19. Right. So, it's going to be fun. And then... You look around, and then you say, who in the Big 12? Okay, Oklahoma. Yep. Oklahoma, their big question, defense. How quickly can Alex Grinch make an impact just by lining them up differently and getting guys to believe in their roles and putting guys in position to make plays? I told you before, Chip, I just really like Kenneth Murray. Always have. Always have. Last year when we were at the Big 12 Media Days, I was looking at that kid, and like you said, body like Tarzan. Body, NFL body. Just didn't know where he was going half the time. But he was still making – he was leading the team in tackles, but they were 20 yards down the field. They got to do something different. I hope they don't, to be honest with you. They had small corners that you could, could pick on. Especially with the big wide receivers that Texas had, right, and other schools as well, Hakeem Butler. I mean, you could go on and on about the list, but it's just 
what is Oklahoma going to do? They got a new quarterback again, but the but the offense has never been a problem yeah, with no one. Run. No one yeah. questions that. No, not at all. It's what can they do on defense? It's gonna be good, baby. Yep, gonna be good. All right, it is. Uh, it's bottom line and off the rails Thursday. It's brought to you by Coors Light, Harge Knox Life next. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country community safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Oh yeah, baby. Off the rails on a Thursday and it's time for the Hard Knocks Life and that means some uh, story time with Uncle Caddy. That's right. The pride of Kasi grows back goat. University of Texas Longhorn. Number one overall draft pick of the New England Patriots in 1982, my homeboy and your uncle, Slim Dog. Kenny Sims, what's up, man? Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? I'm good. I'm good. Kenny, the sporting news has come out with its preseason predictions, and it has the Texas Longhorns making the college football playoffs along with Clemson, Alabama, and Ohio State with Texas taking on Clemson in the Fiesta Bowl. Thoughts? Mm. Man, it's wishful thinking. You know, I don't know if we've <laughs> grown that much that fast, but, you know, it's always a possibility. Uh, we don't know how good that guy is behind him. Maybe it's like golf. That second ball's the good one. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, so I know. Second ball first, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so maybe you know that's a possibility. So hey, wow! I can't wait to get to Vegas. Come on, man! Uh, <laughs> Brent Musburger saying that. I mean, uh, come on, let's let's chip in. Let's 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 chip in and uh, get in on it. Uh, you know, it'd be a lovely thing. I, I tell you what, Hodge, looking at uh, at uh, the team, I think a secondary is pretty solid. A big question mark going into the season, the defensive line, which is a big question mark when you're talking about running an odd front. So uh, yeah, let's know, uh, let's start there, Kenny, because you're the you're the guy. You you played up front on that defensive line, and they got to replace the entire front seven. And there are guys with experience, obviously Malcolm Roach, you know, Gerald Wilbon, even Keandre Coburn got some snaps last year. Uh, Taquan Graham. And then, you know, Joseph Osai, Jeff McCulloch. So there are guys with experience, but you've been in that locker room. You've, you've seen a defense come together. What has to happen between now and August 31st for you to feel good about that defense? 
Well, we got to get through the summer healthy. You know, I, I understand we picked up a fine linebacker the other day, Juco guy. That's always good because, I mean, hey, he's played against, you know, uh, pretty good talent at the Juco level. I mean, it's not like when you're talking about coming from, from Macon High School to the, you know, D1. So that guy, he might be able to step in and uh, take over signal calling and uh, be a playmaker. And, you know, the defensive line, they did gather some experience last year, which might, might bode well for us because, you know, the only way you can get experience is by doing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, you know, they got a little bit of experience there, and that that's good. And uh, But I'm, I'm happy with the – I think our secondary, you know, it might be a strong point for us, which is always good in the Big 12. And uh, back to the fact that, man, I believe we got us a solid kicker. You know, somebody will probably burn an early-round pick on this kid if he keeps kicking, progressing like he is and stays strong in mind, you know, like uh, Leg Gray was. You know, that guy, man, I tell Colin, I was talking to him the other day. I said, man, Raul, what a clutch guy. I mean, there's some games we wouldn't have won, mainly against Chips boys. Dude, I mean, we we get we come back getting spanked two times in a row, you know, falling from number one and then getting spanked up in Dallas if it ain't for Raul and kicking them three field goals. Hey, don't be giving so chipping them that love, man. Well, you know, they was paying them and we was working. <laughs> hey, man, I love. But you know, I ain't mad. I ain't best hate, best I team money could buy. I wish I could have got a little bit of that paper, man. See? You know, me and Bill Clemens was tight, but he ain't never give me no change. See? <laughs> you know, Kenny. Slim, we, they, had those, they had those envelopes, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, as uh, Mr. Jake Pickle said, I really congratulate you on your contributions to SMU football. <laughs> <laughs> With an emphasis on contributions. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to the big fella, Kenny Sims. And, and Kenny, we were talking about how this season is starting to break out. You were talking about the linemen. But one of the things that is standing out to me right now is the fact that this offense is probably going to be one of the better ones that we've seen in a while at the 40 Acres. Sam Ellinger coming back with a lot of experience. The wide receivers, the running back, Keontae's gotten a lot bigger. Um. Before, we were hoping that they could move the ball a little bit. Now we would be disappointed if they can't get that ball up and down that field, right? Well, I think with the experience they've gained, with the speed they got on the outside, you know, John Burke, man, ran second at the Texas Relay, so the track's been beneficial for him. And then with the other guys we got, uh, man, I think they're going to be able to to ring the bell. You know, we just got to stay healthy. O-line got to take care of Sam. Sam got to temper it back a little bit. You know, we don't need him to run it as much as he has been because, I mean, Keontae's got that extra 10, and, dude, let's feed him, you know, and they catch the real deal. Uh, You know, get it to him any way you can. If they're in man with linebackers on him, dude, automatic, get it to him. I'm taking him over any linebacker in America. I mean, that's how good that guy is. Mm, mm, Yes, sir, mm. for real. Love it. All right, who's your uh, who's your guy? Who's your guy on this team? Who's the guy that you you're like? Oh yeah, I like watching him play. Well, I like the Wolf. Oh yeah, you Caden know, Stern, baby. Plays. You know he makes plays, and you know he he gets in that weight room, and uh, you know he I think he discovered it real early down there in Cibolo still, which is you know Cibolo ain't no ain't no pushovers. You know what I'm saying? They got a state championship or two also. And uh, made a lot of appearances in there. So they've been playing at a high level down there. So it ain't nothing new to him. 
he stepped in expecting to be good. Like that. And, uh, when when they come in like that, man, there's a possibility of being great because they already got the self-belief. And, uh, you know, when you get a guy, the biggest mistake young guys make is they think they got to get bigger. And that just ain't the case. You know, too much wages can be a bigger hindrance than it is a help. Explosive. You got to be explosive. Like my man Kenny Sims, you know what I mean? Hey, Kenny. Got to carry it. Let's, uh, let's do it again next week, my friend. Oh, man, y'all be safe, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. There All right, is. brother. Big Slimmy. Kenny Sims, the pride of Kasi. The pride of Kasi. But, you know, out there in East Texas, small towns, he went to high school in Grosbeck. Yeah, he said he, he always – Kasi so small, didn't have its own high school. He always tells me, uh, give me a call later. I'm about to go out to the country. <laughs> there it is. That's 254 talking 254. to you. 254. All right. <laughs> Can you announce our guest at 8? Yes. We have a special guest that's going to talk about the hiring of Jawan Howard of the Mason Blue. Part of the Fab Five, our man, Ray Jackson, coming on at 8 a.m. From right here. From right here, LBJ. A-Town. Yep. All right, it is the bottom line on an Off the Rails Thursday brought to you by Coors Light. Off the Rails on a Thursday. As we get into what's trending, we will talk to Ray Jackson. Yes. Member of the uh, Fab Five at Michigan from right here, LBJ. We'll talk to him in the 8 o'clock hour. Yeah, he looks so like he needed to move uh, it away. Don't move a muscle. You know what I mean? And Chip, I got to say this right now. Um, my sister lives in Jefferson City, Missouri, and they have been getting destroyed by um, tornadoes coming through there. A tornado hit three blocks away from her, and her and her kids are – are safe as of right now, but they're saying that they're coming right back. You know, the tornadoes just come and wipe out total cities. And I know that you talked about, you were talking to someone yesterday that was in Oklahoma that is going through some Yeah, tough Charles times. Thompson. Yeah. I was doing his radio show. Of course, former Oklahoma quarterback, his son Casey's a quarterback at Texas. Yeah. And he's practically doing weather updates during our interview because of the tornado warnings that were going on. Yeah. So prayers to my sister and her kids and, it's never a uh, it's never a good situation when you're dealing with tornadoes. So, no, be God safe. bless. I mean, yeah. we're in tornado season. Right. It's uh, it's always frightening. Yep. Um, tornado Alley, uh, starting in North Texas and rolls right up through Oklahoma, Missouri, and obviously touches into Kansas. So yeah. Um, just uh, prayers yep. for all those. No doubt. Getting affected by this weather right now. No doubt. Um, Harge, obviously, we mentioned it. Ray Jackson will join us in the next hour. This does have implications for Texas. Juwan Howard, the new head coach at Michigan. Shaka Smart is courting Michigan assistant Luke Yachlik, who was down in Austin with his wife Amy last week, interviewing, meeting meeting Crystal Conte, going to dinner with Shaka Smart, seeing the city. And now we wait because... I'm hearing Juwan Howard uh, may want to keep Luke Yachlik and may try to give him a better deal, better financial package than what Texas is offering. So we wait. And I talked to a couple sources yesterday who said it may not just be about money. Right. You know, that feelings might be involved. Right. I mean, Luke interviewed for the job. So do you do you want to be the second place guy working for the first place guy and really helping him 
make it. They don't know each other. Right. So it they that we said it. His first big recruiting job as head coach at Michigan is going to be to win over Luke Yachlik. Right. And make him feel like he's the most important guy in the room and and really and really he is. He is. He is he's the got most the recruiting important. connections, yeah. the player connections. Right. He's been dealing with it for a while and been that guy that's been out on the streets hustling to get those good recruits so you can have a great Michigan basketball team. But one of the things, and like you said, we will talk to Ray Jackson coming up, but I want to know, like, is this moving in the right direction for everyone? You know, Jawan Howard, you brought up the fact that he hasn't been a head coach and he's been a player for a long time. He didn't – he won a championship with LeBron and D-Way in Miami. That's how – you know, so that wasn't that far removed. Then he was a coach on the sideline, still in Miami – and learning how to be that. But one of the things that I always take away from a player that's been in the game for a very long time, you don't stick around that long if you don't have any knowledge. It doesn't matter what your name is. It doesn't matter how long you played. Some people can't coach. And if you Magic have been, Johnson. Right. And if you have been within that for that long, you must be doing something right. You must know enough about the game or communicate well with others to be able to do so. So it's working for Penny Hardaway. He's got the number one recruiting class in the nation over at Memphis. He's at his alma mater. Um, and and Penny was a guy that wasn't involved in, in the game for a while. He went back to high school. He coached some AAU teams. So that's probably the only thing that Jawan Howard doesn't have is that part of it. But being around pros and being interviewed for pro jobs and all that other stuff is going to help him as well. Yeah, I mean, it's all about in-game. Right. It's all about how do you handle the moment? How right. do you handle adversity? How do you help your players handle adversity? How do you put them in a situation? Matchups, calling the right defense at the right time to keep the other team off balance. Feel right for in-game adjustments is enormous, and that's the part that we don't know. We haven't seen that. Right, and I know a long time ago, it was a long time ago when the Fab Five was there and it was all about that, but if you ever looked at all the highlights and remember during these games, I mean, you're a Michigan fan, you know this, who was always the calming voice? It was Jawan Howard. Yeah, I mean, he was the guy who really pulled that recruiting class together. Right. I mean, Jalen was looking other places. Weber was looking other places. Juwan was the first one to commit. Right. I mean, Ray will tell us. Yeah. I, I think I'm getting it right. And and then it was Juwan who was like, let's just all go to Michigan. Right. Come on. Right. And Jalen and C. Weber were like, all right. Yeah. But he's always calm. Like, when everything would get out of control, he was the one that was pulling everybody back in and calm. I mean, on paper, this is the guy. Right. It's, but on paper, Cliff was the guy at Tech. Right. And it felt, maybe this is a little early for him, but he's the right guy because he pulls the family together. He's, he played there. And Juwan, kind of the same thing. Look, they were surprised by John Beeline deciding at 66 years old to go to the NBA. Bucket list. And, <laughs> and so, boom. Okay. Man, we've been in the mix for right. the Final Four for five years in a row. Where do we go now? Okay, we're going to a guy with no head coaching experience, just like Cliff at Tech. Is it like Juwan's been waiting and he's got it? He knows how to handle everything in-game. He's a great X's and O's guy, or he has the people around him who can make sure that he's 
where he needs to be X's and O's wise. Every coach has strengths and weaknesses. Right. And Juwan's clearly a guy who knows how to communicate with players. I think that's enormous, and that's why he's getting the job. He knows how to bring the best out of guys. He knows how to reach them. He knows how to 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 coach them up. Right. Then it's about, okay, Tom Izzo, I'm playing – I got to be playing chess against Tom Izzo. I can't be playing checkers. Right. And – how do you handle those in-game situations? Because we've seen it. We've seen guys, you know, Billy Donovan played at Providence, ends up being this unbelievable X's and O's guy. Florida wins two national championships. Magic Johnson trying to coach was a disaster because he just wanted everyone to do what he did and how he thought. Well, no one's going to think and do what Magic did because Magic was a Hall of Famer. Right. And that's the that's always been the tough part for former players. Can you teach? Right, and that's the perfect example right now. Most besides Penny, is Patrick Ewing. No experience, play, played in the NBA, coached in the NBA for a long time. Ends up being the Georgetown Hoyas head coach. In his first in his first season, he went fifteen and fifteen in the Big East. That was 2017-2018 season, and then last year he went nineteen and fourteen with 9-9 nine and nine in the conference, and he went to the NIT. So, I mean, it's going to be a work in progress, no doubt about it. And and you brought up some great points about the fact that they have been battling for the Final Four and playing for national championships for the last five years. This is going to be a little bit difficult task for him. But one of the things that is true is they've recruited well. So he's walking into a situation to where if he can keep that assistant or some of those assistants to keep it cohesive until he can go out and go get some other guys. Most important thing, I wouldn't try to change too much right now. I would not try to change too much right now until you get everything in place the way you want it to. So this is this is going to be really, really interesting to see what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm – again – I, I compare it to Cliff Kingsbury going to Tech. Right. It's, it's a great example. a little bit of a shotgun wedding. We weren't really expecting this. It's not like Juwan's on the staff and he's ascending. He's coming in cold. Can he hold on to Luke Yachlik? What? It, it's, it is fascinating. And it does have ramifications for Texas because Shaka Smart's first choice is Luke Yachlik. If he doesn't get Luke Yachlik, then he's going to plan B. We'll talk about it. It is the bottom line on an Off the Rails Thursday. Harbaugh Harch. Yes. He gave me this great Titleist hat. Check it out on uh, AM 1300 The Zone's Twitter. Salty Sweeney. She's kind of alive to me today. <laughs> and, uh, she brought you cookie cake, dog. See Breezy. Right here on the bottom line, brought to you by Coors Light. And the immortal words. Of Judy Brown. Happiness is a choice. And we're happy you're spending some time with us on an off-the-rails Thursday. Harge. Yeah, man. Um, we hope uh, everyone will take a second, if you're not already, a uh, registered organ donor, and sign up to give the gift of life at DonateLifeTexas.org. And last night... Television took a, a bold step into the past 
And I think you all, you and Salty, yep, uh, had a chance to check it out. The All in the Family um, sort of uh, reprisal. Yep. And the Jeffersons, it was live. And they went back and actually re, uh, reenacted a, an actual script. Yep. Probably, you know, they looked, these shows were very edgy. Right, very Norman, controversial. Norman Lear. Yep. He was very edgy about race and race relations and uh, confronting racism just by painting it into characters like Archie Bunker and uh, the people who interacted with the Jeffersons. So, Salty, let me start with Salty, because Harge remembers All in the Family from when he was a little kid, but Salty's got no clue. (laughs) <laughs> and so you watched it last night, Salty. Well, with my RTF degree, we did study All in the Family. Ooh, see? And then... That R- excuse me, there. excuse me, RTF degree from Texas. From Texas. Yeah. Alum, Texas. And then, you, you and Matthew McConaughey. And then for the Jeffersons, um, it used to air on Nick at Night when I was in, I think, middle school. And I would get up and eat breakfast and watch that show. So I was familiar with the characters. Okay. My bad. Yeah. So, so what'd you think? I thought Jamie Foxx was the best part. He was a little over the top, but it was it was great. I uh, really enjoyed it. It was probably okay, the over best. the top. How Jefferson has that kind of swaggy walk that he does, and when um, Jamie did it for the first time, it was so over exaggerated. It was almost like a comedy show. It yeah. was definitely a comedy show for for Jamie. I mean, you know, it was imp- not improv. We talked about this before because a lot of those guys that were on this show are actual comedians. Jamie is a comedian. Wanda Sykes is a comedian. And Anthony Anderson was also there. He played George Jefferson's brother. Um, so I loved it. And like, like Salty said, I think some of Jamie's stuff, he was a little over the top being George Jefferson. Uh, there was one scene where he was talking to his brother, and that's when Jamie lost it. He broke character, and he messed up on the line, and everyone was just, like, waiting for him to go. And he was like, this is live TV, right? This is live TV, right? Just broke that <laughs> just wall. Just broke it, yeah. And then went back to it, got back in the character, went on. But, you know, one of the things, as you said earlier, is this was racial back then. This was... There was no being politically correct. It was viewing things in one household compared to another, the way images are out there, and I'm using air quotes with images. Today's TV, you can't do that. You can't say some of the things that was said. And when I was watching this, you forget how Archie Bunker really was. And then you look at how George Jefferson uh, uh, in a black family, his wife, Weezy, used to be a maid, and George found success, his his brother found success, and they were the, the Cosbys to a lot of people growing up because they moved on up. The song is moved on up to the Upper East Side. We've been moving on up. To a deluxe apartment in the sky. It means yeah. they were living in a penthouse when we – that was a dream for most Unless you were an athlete or something like that, you didn't have those opportunities. And then you're living next to the guy, Archie, 
who hates everybody unless you look like him. And then you brought those two worlds where the wives well, he, became really good friends. He kind of hated everybody. He hated no, that's what I'm wife. saying. Wife, he hated his son. Yeah, and, and oh, his son-in-law. Son-in-law. Oh yeah, head. he was like, oh, just this. And 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 again, he he was using the word word liberal back then because Meathead was always trying to push forward, push forward. And he's like, no, no, Meathead, we're staying here. <laughs> you know, it was good. But like Salty said, I think Jamie did a great job playing George Jefferson, but some of the stuff he was he was too exaggerated. Would I watch it again? Absolutely. It had to be better than Game of Thrones. For sure. Oh, it was yeah. I mean, Salty, have you I mean, are have you just given up? I'm still stuck on episode four. Yeah. I mean, it was the best live I know they've been doing a lot of live things lately, mostly plays and musicals. I think this was the best live thing that's been on television in a long time. The most impressive thing to me was Norman Lear. He's the one who created all these great shows, and they went down the list of some of the things that he created during that time. He had different strokes, too, didn't he? He had different strokes. He had Ma. He had All in the Family. He had the Jeffersons. He had uh, WKRP in Cincinnati. He had all these different shows that were like the top shows during that era. Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son, he did that. But he was there. He was sitting with Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel was the host with Norman Lear. He's 96 years old, Chip. I was going to say. He's 96 sitting there talking about why he was doing it. And I found out yesterday he was a military guy. He was military. He flew over 200 missions. So he got to see all this stuff happening through his life in the military, coming back home, being around people. And this is how he came up with all this stuff. It was amazing to me because, you know, when you're growing up, I'm not paying attention to the background of the producer or the director. I'm not paying attention to that. But as you get older, you start learning about this stuff. Right. I thought it was a great, great show. I thought it was perfect for the climate today. And the fact that they used the original script, they used the original scripts. Right. They didn't deviate. They didn't They didn't didn't create. Right. they used the original script. And some of the things that was said, you're just like, yeah, they're probably. You got the be sense they looked for the most touchstone right. scripts they, they could find in those shows. The, it, they said that that episode it was the was most 45, controversial. Or- in 45 years. Like, it was, a, it was an episode from 45 years ago. That's the one they went to to be to that. I recorded it. I didn't get to watch it. I yeah. was- I'll watch it again. It's one of those things you'll watch it again because you. You probably missed something, and you weren't thinking about it because you were talking amongst the family. You're like, oh, yeah, you couldn't say that right there, and you probably missed something. So I'm going to watch it again because I I thought it was amazing. And that was cool because of the characters. I mean, the characters. And then you you forget about this, too. Back then, that was an interracial couple that was on TV with Tom and Helen Willis. Right. That wasn't normal. And that was the coach from White Shadow. Right. No, no, no. That wasn't Gabe Kapler. No, I mean, uh, no, White Shadow. Ken, oh, what's white, his face? Yeah, 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 White Shadow. The guy who okay. coached Salami in Washington. And I mean, you get Salami in Not white. welcome back, Kyle. Washington. Yeah. We were Washington. But, yeah, so it was really one of those things that I was just like, I was very, very impressed with the way that they did it and the characters. Woody Harrelson played Archie Bunk. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see it. Oh, Woody Harrelson. All bro. right, let's get back to Salty giving up on the Game of Thrones. So you're on episode four of the final season, and are you just ready to throw in the towel because you know that they picked the worst possible person to sit on the Iron Throne? 
I gotta push through because I gotta know what happened in between, uh, like how they got to him. I gotta push through. You sound like someone going through, like surgery or. I'll just like turn it on Some while I'm doing chores around the house. A kidney, <laughs> you're passing a kidney stone or something. Doing photo shoots outside, you know? She yeah. Did thing. Yeah. I got yeah. other things I can do while I have it on. Okay. So remember, we went to the baseball game, Salty and I and Lindsay. And we were watching the game, and she had this is SP, when SPF Salty 4. burned her quads into lobsters. Now they're really tan, though. Ooh. <laughs> Maybe we should do an after picture. So let me ask you this, Salty. Salty tweeted out yesterday. Is there any stronger sunscreen that's out there that doesn't smell like sunscreen? That's her goal now, is to find the perfect one. So I, I need bug spray, too, because I get eaten alive by mosquitoes. Yeah, but bug spray now smells, smells like something out of the perfume store. No, right. those don't work, though. I have to use, like, off. I'm delicious, okay? Those... <laughs> Bugs come after me. Okay, that's a drop. Clip that. <laughs> I'm delicious. I can't. Oh I can't God. even. I can't even deal with and now, this morning. You're saying that the fragrant bug sprays don't work? Yeah, no, those are for kids. <laughs> oh my God. I need like deep wood. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions and. Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit off to keep the bugs Well, they away have deep me. woods off that smells like perfume. That's what I don't the, know that's what the whole perfume thing. you've been around, uh, but if it's okay. well, if it's you, not Dolce, you know what I'm. <laughs> not oh. When you told me SPF four, I was like, "Come on, that's got to be stronger than that." And then I, I yeah, I where's that looking. UT education? <laughs> I got SPF four. That's also known as burn me. It's, for tanning. it's also known as SPF Ireland. It's for tanning. That's it right there, SPF Ireland. I could not remember SPF I, Scotland. I was like. The palest situation you could possibly oh. have is Salty goes SPF four. And then I looked at some of the other stuff. I was like, so she's not even in the same area code of what you need. You need three digit SPF. Because you're, you got some Irish blood in you, don't you? Mm-hmm. Sweeney? Yeah. 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 <laughs> SPF, Just a touch. Guess what? SPF Ireland is SPF 100. Okay. Well, not I'm going to be out in the sun all day on Sunday if the sun decides to come out. I'll be this outside all day. So this I got to I got to prep. <laughs> you coming to Great Hills Country Club to watch me play in the tournament? No. I'm, uh, yeah, I have to work. Yeah, that's going to be a no, man. Whatever. Thought we all were supporting each other. We are. Because I have to work soon. Is that what? All right. Hey, can we talk to Ray Jackson? Yes. Is that possible? Yes, it is. Ray Jackson. 
Fab Five, baby. LBJ, remember the Fab Five talking about Juwan Howard and, you know, it all has a little something to do with Texas. That's right. We'll talk about it. It's the bottom line brought to you by Coors Light. Oh, yeah, baby. Off the rails on a Thursday. Bottom line brought to you by Coors Light. And, you know, one of the Austin treasures joins us now. LBJ's finest and went on to become iconic with the Fab Five at the University of Michigan, the one and only Ray Jackson. Ray, what's going on? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing this morning? Thanks you, for having me on. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited, man. I feel like I just had a, another son or something. I'm in <laughs> celebration mode, man. You know how it go. No, no doubt. And that's what we wanted to talk to you about. I mean, you guys came into Michigan together, went through your ups and downs, had a great career there, moved on. You know, Jawan's been around that game, and I believe we talked about it before when we had you on the last time about how he's still involved in doing everything at the pro level. And now for him to go home, the the one of the sons gets to come back. It makes you feel real good again, doesn't it? I mean, you know, like I, it, it's hard to put into words, you fellas, because he's one of the best men that I've ever met as far as being just a great person, not even mentioning basketball. He's one of the greatest men I've ever met, man. And I'm just so excited for him and his family, man, and for the opportunity to go back to Michigan. I'm excited for University of Michigan, man. It's like, you know, mending some old wounds, bro, and just, you know, making up with a great family family member. So I'm excited, bro. Wow. I mean, I can't put it into words, bro. It's so much I can say about Juwan. It's crazy. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Talking to Ray Jackson, member of the Fab Five at Michigan, and it is. It's fascinating because Michigan does not acknowledge – the Final Fours that you played in. We were talking about this with Rob Palenka because he played on the 89 National, or whatever, he was a member of the 89 Michigan National Championship team, and then he was with you all in the Final Fours in 91-92. And we were talking about the rivalry with him and Magic because, you know, Magic's a Spartan, you know. But but this men's such a big fence, Ray. And, I, I mean, emotionally for you, watching Michigan try to distance itself from those Final Fours and now to bring back a guy from those Fab Five Final Four teams. What does that, you know, what does that mean to you? What does it mean to, do you think, the fan base and, and to Michigan basketball? I mean, it, it, it's tremendous to the fan base, bro. And, and to me, to see a great university in some way kind of, now, I, won't, I don't want to say humble themselves, but somewhat make up for the mistakes that we've all made over time. You know, being a part of the scandal, you know, them taking down the banners, those were self-imposed sanctions. So this was something that had to be worked out internally. And I, I applaud the University of Michigan for taking the first step, and it's a tremendous step. It's a humongous step in bringing Juwan back, man. And, you know, I always feel I'm a little biased. I always feel like we were the best thing that ever happened to Michigan. Other than Dez and Howard and uh, yeah, <laughs> you know Tom Brady, so I'm just excited, man. You know I- I'm super excited for Juwan, man. I I'm excited for the kids because what people have to understand is the Fab Five was a great recruiting class, but when we start talking about basketball, Juwan recruited that entire class. You yeah. understand? He was the first guy that signed to Michigan. When he got to Michigan, he started calling Jimmy and myself. Then he followed that same process with Chris and Jalen. So my thing about recruiting with him getting, I mean, I just look at this 
as a great opportunity because when kids came on recruiting visits, the coaches didn't put them with me and Jimmy because we were wilding. (laughs) 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 Juwan was the guy that was going to show them everything and get that kid to come to Michigan. And that's how we ended up having one of the best recruiting class shortly after. I think the year he left, he recruited all the kids that came the next year, and we had the number one recruiting class in the country. So, I mean, the power that that man possessed is great, bro. Yeah, that's right. what I, that's exactly what I wanted to ask you. Like, what? Obviously, he can recruit, and and based on what everything that you just said, and and then you know what 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 questions do you have about you know in game and his feel for being able to you know match you know defenses and and scheme with Tom Izzo and the Bill Selfs of the world. I mean, Michigan's been a fab, you know. Sorry, Final Four contender the last five years uh, in the national championship game. You know what? What questions do you think that even Juwan has to answer as a head coach? Well, I think just basically implementing a system that's effective. The hardest thing for John uh, Juwan is that he's following a great coach, Coach Beeline. I got to applaud him right now because he actually opened the door for all of us to start coming on campus, and I'm so happy for him going to the next level. And I think what Juwan will do is implement a system. I mean, Beeline is part of the family and fraternity, so Beeline's system is kind of – I want to be biased again. He's one of the best coaches in basketball. And, and I think Juwan is going to implement his own system. I think he's going to be structured on defense. He's going to build a foundation on defense. And I think he's going to do a lot of similar things that Beeline did, which was a pro-set offense. So I don't think you'll see much change in that. I think you'll see a, a much meaner team on defense. But, I mean, Beeline was a great defensive coach as well. That's how we won so much this year. But I, I think he, all the questions are already answered, man. I just really want to see it play out, bro. And I can't really wait to talk X's and O's with him, man. That's my biggest thing. I can't wait to break it down and, you know, just see what he's offense he's trying to run. Who he's trying to showcase, you know. I'm, I'm man. I, when I tell you I'm so excited, bro, it's crazy, man. It's, it's ridiculous. I haven't even been able to sleep, you know, with phone calls and everybody congratulating him. And I mean, it, it's, it's a great time in Michigan basketball. And I'm, I'm glad you say that because I'm gonna tell you, I'm, I've known you for a very long time, and I can hear it in your voice how excited you are for your brother who you came in to college with and set the world on fire. Like you said before, y'all were like a rock star, uh, rock band. But I want you to listen to what Jalen had to say this morning on Get Up. And I want you, I want you to say what, what you feel as well. Anytime you grow up from public consumption like we've done, people have gotten a chance to see us at our highest of heights and our lowest of lows. And they've seen some discord. I just got to acknowledge this on national television. Those days are over. <laughs> not seeing eye to eye. There would not be any disrespect to the program. There would not be any side shows. There would not be any friction amongst the Fab Five. We're about to all come together like Voltron and make sure we do what we got to do to um, put us back on top of the map. What you feel about that right there? That's your other brother talking. Well, you know, I, I, I feel a lot of ways about that because I've never been part of the circus or none of that, bro. And, you know, never disrespected any of my teammates. I've always stood as five. So, for me, I don't care about none of that, man. You know, I'm just excited for Juwan. And it's, you know, for me, I've always stood with my brothers. I always communicate with each and every one of them. 
that's something Jalen and Chris going to have to work at. Right. You know, that's, that's always been my problem over the years. Don't mention my name when it comes to other people. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be honest, bro, you know, I think that was for Jalen and Chris, man, because Jimmy and myself and Jawan, man, we, I mean, we've been at it, bro. I just, right. Jalen is crazy, you know. That's my brother, man. We've always been on the same accord, man. We've been pushing for this day. It's just great to see God work, man, in one of your brother's lives, man, and for them to continue to grow and, and us to just celebrate together. The thing of it is, too, man, I really do, and I honestly pray that this will bring Chris and Jalen together. They are the two famous members, most famous members of the Fab Five. It wouldn't be a Fab Five without Chris Weber. He's still the best basketball player out of high school that I've ever seen in the world. So, I'm, man, I, I can't, man. I mean, if you got guys like y'all mentioned Rob Palink, and he, you say he played on the 89 team. Rob must have got like six years of college. Serious. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> Guys, you know that that the James Foster, the Ed Rodgers, and, and not to mention years after that, a part of the program that this is going to open the door for them to come back on campus. You have a guy that's walked those hallways, that's walked through those arena doors. You know what I'm saying? That understands what it means to be a real a Michigan athlete. So I think it just opens the door for the entire program to come together, and we really celebrate. Because to be honest, fellas, we never have this Michigan basketball like an inside track. I always, like Jalen said this morning, we always love Ramil Robinson, Glenn Rice, and those fellas, the Terry Mills, the 89 champions, but we never really got to spend time with them. Right. You understand? Nobody ever built that barn. And then when our coaches left, we never had a tie to Michigan. So to have somebody that ties us all back into that fraternity and that family is a blessing, man. And I'm just excited, man. I hope the football team can keep up. Hey, my man. Ray Jackson. <laughs> Dropping knowledge in here. All right. Hey, Ray, you're the best. Let's let's keep in touch. Let's let's make this a regular thing, you know? Man, I love y'all, man. Y'all always give me an opportunity, man. P- prayers and blessings on everything y'all do in touch, man. I love y'all, man. Appreciate Same to you, it, Ray. Same to you. Bottom line, brought to you by Coors Light. Oh, yeah, my man C. Breezy is getting ready to bring you the noise. His Michigan Wolverines have now reunited the Fab Five. We just talked to Ray Jackson. But right now, we about to get with my man Chip Brown's commentary for the day. The chip shot. Well, we got to pick up where we left off. With Hello. Ray Jackson. Hello. Because that, uh, that was a great interview. I mean, that, that could end up getting picked up nationally because of what Ray was talking about in terms of Michigan reaching back to the Fab Five after taking down the the banners from their final fours and and trying to distance themselves from the George Martin scandal and you know the him talking about the discord between him and Jalen and the fact that now it's time to rally around Juwan right and all the all the stuff he said about Juwan as a recruiter makes makes you feel like okay gotta have players right gotta have players they wasn't putting the recruits with me and Jimmy because we was wilding. They put them with Juwan. <laughs> well, and the interesting thing is when you go back to the George Martin scandal, he was helping Chris and Jalen. Right. As far as we know, there weren't envelopes for Ray Jackson, Jimmy King, and Juwan Howard. 
Juwan Howard just wanted to go there. Juwan Howard's from Illinois. And he, as Ray said, and this is as I remember it, Juwan was the tip of the spear on getting the Fab Five to all go to Michigan. The the Pied Piper. The Pied Piper. And he just gets people, man. He gets them. And so it's going to be fun to watch. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shawan Howard, because he is not afraid to step up in a locker room and take control. In fact, he was... In a, his role as an assistant coach in the NBA oftentimes was to iron out any static in the locker room. Right. So this is a guy who knows how to, how to build chemistry in a locker room. My only question is in-game, and if he can handle in-game or surround himself with great in-game, because Rick Barnes was never a great in-game. Right. If anything, Rick Barnes would get mad. Rick coached so hard in practice, if he didn't see it in a game, he would get mad. Right. And he'd bench guys. And Ice them out. Oh. <laughs> Ice them out. I mean, the all-time leading rebounder in Texas basketball history at the time. James Thomas. James Thomas got benched in a lead eight game for turning it over twice in the first four minutes. Go look at the box score. He played four minutes. I went into the locker room after the game. He's hiding behind an easel in tears. <laughs> I mean, it felt... Terrible for the guy. Right. So, look, different coaches do it different ways, but, of course, the Texas angle on this is Luke Yachlik. And, look, it's it's going to be hard for Shaka to land a top coach. They're, they're going to have to offer a two-year guaranteed contract, probably paying a little more than they'd like. But Chris Del Conte is going to support Shaka Smart. For sure. So, this is the guy Shaka wants. Chris Del Conte is going to do what he can to help him land him. And it's a little bit of a leap of faith by Yaklik. But if Yaklik comes, he obviously heard something from Chris Del Conte, Shaka Smart, to make him feel like it's worth moving his family down here for. And that would be a home run. Now, if he doesn't get Luke Yaklik and... Jawan Howard's able to use his incredible you know, p- power of persuasion to keep Yachlick in Michigan, which I'm told is not a guarantee. Right. Then Shaka moves on to plan B, and I think plan B is Ivan Thomas at Providence, a guy who was a, a prominent high school and AAU coach in Virginia at the time that Shaka was at VCU. In fact, Ivan Thomas is a VCU alum. And that, you know, he, Ivan has no experience whatsoever in Texas. Right. None. So, and Shaka got rid of the one assistant coach who had experience in Texas, in David Kaysan, yep. the guy who was recruiting Carson Edwards and, and uh, you know, Jared Culver. and The kid from... Uh from San Antonio, now, Ryan Murphy or Murphy, 
that played for Minnesota. Uh, yeah, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Uh, Monster, by the way. Uh, Got to quit missing on those guys. Just FYI. Yeah. Got to quit missing on those guys. Yeah. Um, so, we we will. Do you feel better after listening I to I do. my man I do. Ray Jack? I do. I do. Because the thing about Cliff, Cliff, I said this, the day he was hired, I said, he's going to be made or broken by his defensive coordinator hire. And he hired his buddies. Right. And that was the other thing. I remember Sean, we would talk and he goes, it's a frat house, man. He got all the frat guys back together. Does he, is he, it's good to have your friends and put them in certain positions. You're trying to help build their career. They're getting experience. Y'all are learning together, but you always need that experienced coach to be with you. You look, need look, that. Look what Sean McVay did. Right. Or look what the St. Louis or the L.A. Rams did. Right. Okay, I got maybe the brightest mind in offense. Let me go get Wade Phillips. Let me go get someone who has been a head coach, who is a top defensive coordinator, and knows how to help me lead this team. And with no ego. That's the other thing. Right. You can't have anybody that's there with you right. to have ego. They got to be about the Cleveland team. Browns lock, I mean, coaching staff last year before they made the changes. Right. Yeah. A quick hard fact. Yeah. Uh, correct. Jordan Murphy. Jordan Murphy. Yeah, yeah. You want to say Ryan? Right. My Jordan bad. Murphy, monster from San Antonio who I go by last Kaysan night. Anyway. said we should take him instead of having Mac. Mm. Yeah. All right, uh, he's all Big Ten, by the way. All right, we'll come back, give you a couple nuggets, send you off to Dan Patrick. It is an Off the Rails Thursday right here on the bottom line, brought to you by Coors Light. Oh, yeah, man, we off the rails. Off the rails on a Thursday, brought to you by Coors Light. Uh, make sure you're checking out our Two More Cents podcast. That's our Between Shows podcast. Yep. A lot of good stuff, unique and original content. Yeah, make sure you go to the podcast page, period. Yeah, make that a bookmark. Yeah. Come on. Get over there. Get over there. Uh, iHeartRadio app. It's free. You, everything you need. Right Everybody there. loves free, Chip. Free. Everybody loves free. Tell your friends and enemies and uh, put us on a Bluetooth speaker. Alexa, AM 1300, The Zone. Boom. Boom. There we are. There it is. I mean, um, laughs for days. Salty. Unbelievable. <laughs> Ripping my sweaty hat. I'm delicious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that happened today. So if you want to know the circumstances of Salty saying, I'm delicious, you got to listen to the podcast if you missed it. Right. And gr- true. Great conversation. We need, to, we need to make sure we preface why you said that. Bug spray. Bug spray. This started so just, with bug spray. We'll give you a little bit of a hint. Yeah. Uh, and great conversations with Kenny Sims and Ray Jackson. And yeah. Ray Jackson, wow, was that a great interview. Unbelievable Man. interview. And you can hear the passion and excitement. He's genuine. For genuine. Sure. No doubt. Excitement for his brother that helped lead all of them to Michigan. He's the one who spear like you said, spearheaded it to say, Hey guys, let's just all go to Michigan and become one of the greatest basketball teams in the history of basketball. And and set a trend, set a culture. For players playing basketball, Juwan was always the calm one. And I said that earlier. I said he was the one that kind of always kept everybody chill, letting you know what Well, how about him saying that they had no bridge to the 89 team? Right, and that to me is crazy. Like Rob Palenka was on both, and they didn't have Glenn Rice around? Right. 
They didn't have Ramil Robinson around? Right. That makes no sense to me. There's got to be more to that. Well, there has to remember, be a lot more. Remember, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I know Frieder had been fired, but, you know, Fisher was part of the staff. He, yeah, he coached that team. Right. He was there. He coached him to the national championship. Right. He, there should have been a bridge there. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but, that, that is. But check but, it out. That's a good, good, good. Yeah. And obviously we've been talking a lot about the <clears throat> sporting news saying Texas will go to the college football playoff, which it's possible. Right. The talent is there, but Texas has got to stop losing these early. You know, they got to stop going 0-1. Yeah. They got to go 1-0. Yeah, you can't <laughs> – you know, people always say it ain't how you start, it's how you finish. In this case, you only got 12 chances at this deal. You need to start off good. And I think Sam Ellinger is the kind of leader yep. who's going to make sure that, and I thought Charles who said it best after the Sugar Bowl, that with leadership like Sam Ellinger, we're not going to get satisfied with a Sugar Bowl win. Right. We, we got to win the Big 12. Right. And that's the mission. But it starts against La Tech. Yep. I mean, you got to be at your own standard. You can't come into the season thinking, I'm tired from training camp. And that's the other thing for Herman. He's got to, you know, one thing I thought he did really well at Houston was he would taper so that the guys had fresh legs. Yep. He wouldn't work them too hard. He knew when to, to pedal down. He knew when to channel back and make sure the guys had legs for the beginning of the season. Yep. I think Herman's got to look at how he's done it the last couple of years. They've looked tired. Yep. They And there was sweltering humidity up in Maryland last year. It was oppressive. There was a rain delay in the middle of that thing. Oh, yeah. And Texas looked tired. Here's the biggest thing for me on all of that. Maryland was playing on that same field. They were dealing with the same elements. Come ready to go. Right, but if you're you don't have your legs. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's make sure we learn from each of that. these each of these years. What did we do well? What led to this? What led to that? Get it figured out. But I think the leadership is in the right spots. I think you have the guys. Not saying anything about last year's team, but there was a lot still going on within that team. And now you're. This is the first time he's been to year three, Chip. Year three. Year three. As Tom Herman, as the head coach, anywhere. Right. So let's see what happens. As the people say, he's got his guys in place. They've recruited for the type of defense and offense that they want. Let's go from there. Let's go. Yeah. I'm going to be at the uh, Round Rock Express game tonight. It's Thirsty Thursday out there. And uh, Military Appreciation Night as well. So make sure you get out there. Get you some Coors Light. Make sure. They got $4. $4 for 24-ounce domestics. Thirsty Thursday. Wow. Yeah. Bud Light? No, Salty. No, Salty. Turn your mic on. Miller Light. Turn your mic so, off. But, yes, I'll be out there. They're playing the San Antonio Mission, so this is that I-35 series where they're battling to stay in first place. And well, they, they got my man, Jordan Alvarez will take care of business. Oh, yeah. He will definitely He'll take care of business. He'll smack him back to San Antonio. He had two more RBIs last night. Come on, man. My man is just Kidding killing me. it. Tonight we got, we got Bucks and Raptors. Yes, Kawhi, how how improved physically will he be in Milwaukee? This is make or break. Does Drake make the trip to Milwaukee or is he skirt? Ooh. I, I think he goes. 
Think he buys the whole front row. He doesn't, and have, to, he doesn't have to stay at home until it's an elimination game. Until it's elimination, that's right. I mean, okay. it's make or break. Game He's, five in a best of seven when it's tied 2-2, 64% goes on to win the series. Right. Wouldn't he want them to win sooner, though? Fresher legs. It's Golden State's already sit, sitting at home. Right. I mean. Stay home, Drake. Who's the better team? Who's the better team tonight? I mean, who's the better team in this series? The better Milwaukee. team? Milwaukee. Milwaukee's number. Toronto has the better player, which is saying a lot, considering Giannis had an MVP year. Right. But they may but, win the MVP. But Kawhi is hurt. Right. He didn't look the same. But I still think. Last game, although I, he did score some big buckets late. Right. He took over the game when he had yeah. to because he didn't. It was one of the things that we talked about before. Who's going to step up? On the outside, we talk about Golden State, Looney, Livingston, Cook, people coming off the bench, Bell. Those are the, the supporting cast is the most important. Yeah, but tonight it's about Giannis. He right. got embarrassed. He scored 12 points. He was a non-factor. And he just got punched in the face twice. Right. You're the MVP candidate. It's your team. They built that arena with you as the king of that arena in mind. Fear the deer. So, Take over. So, Tonight, Giannis has to take over. And I agree with you 100%. We talked about this during the series. The home team's bench, the home team's bench has stood out the most. Milwaukee's going back home. Maybe their bench steps back up, and things change for them tonight. I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to wait and see right I before game I want to see Giannis time. go up against KD. Well, Giannis, I mean, the problem with Giannis is he has no jumper. So if you sag in, you got to. He's got to make plays. He can't do the spin move and try to get in the paint. If you can keep him out of the paint, you got a better chance of beating them. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing for me. They're doing an unbelievable job holding them out of the paint. Well, the NCAA women's golf is over. I was kind of addicted to that. Well, I wonder why the Wake Forest golf coach. No, man. I mean, you know. Yeah. Okay. Duke. No. Oh, okay. Duke and Wake Forest. I mean, what says riveting television like Duke and Wake Forest golf? But, oh, that girl from Wake Forest, she cratered on the final hole. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. A lot of pressure. I think Texas women's golf bounces back in a big way. All right, listen. Check the podcast. Ray Jackson, Kenny Sims, Salty. Thanks for all the love and hearts. Let's do it again tomorrow. It's the bottom line. And in the immortal words of our brother and other brother, Sean Adams. The dream is free. The hustle sold separately. Go to work and go get checked. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.